0: Guys, this is Lisa and Tim Mayhan with God Talk, and we're back Hello to, to uh, continue end time series.
1: Yep. We uh, so so far, just a quick recap. We've talked about the rapture. So we did two podcasts that talked about that. That's when believers, both alive and dead, are going to get raptured up to meet with Jesus in the air,
2: mm-hmm.
1: spend eternity with him.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then we started the tribulation in the last podcast. So tribulation part one, we really just hit some of the main players that we read about during the tribulation,
2: mm-hmm.
1: that being the antichrist, the false prophet, the 144,000 witnesses and the two witnesses. Mm-hmm. I believe that was all of them. Mm-hmm. I think that's so. right. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's what we did. And so, and so in part two of the tribulation here today, what we're going to talk about is more of the timeline of the tribulation. Mm-hmm. So this will be the period covering the, the seven years of the tribulation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, go
2: ahead.
0: Oh, and just so everybody knows, it's, it's a loose timeline. So it's mm-hmm. specific, but it's also very loose. So if you want to go to Revelation six and read on to about 19, you're going to cover the tribulation.
2: Yep. Yep.
1: And then after we finish up today, uh, the three remaining end times topics that will hit in future podcasts will be the second coming of Christ, the thousand year reign, and then the new heaven and new earth.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And honestly, you guys, we want to talk about other things too. And this end time series can be kind of heavy, but we really felt in the beginning of this that it was on our hearts to talk about, um, end times because we kept running into a lot we're running into now even a lot of people in the streets who are talking about Jesus coming back
2: mm-hmm. and
0: talking about end times and talking about how they know they need to quote unquote get right with God and just all of these different things that are going on in the world. So we had felt like doing this a long time ago but now it's it's pressed down on us to where we felt like we needed to do an end time series and then after we're done with this we will get back to Talking more about some of the evangelism things that we do in some yep. way or fashion, or whatever other series God sends us on, but um, just hold tight. I know this is a serious topic, and so my main, our main thing here, though, is if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, we want you to know Him in that way. Yeah, absolutely. we want you to give your heart to Him. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to start it with that because. We got a lot to talk about and if we lose you in it and you turn it off i want you to know right now that you can give your heart to the lord and he receives you the way that you are and being a christian is about believing right and believing that he's your righteousness he's your healer he's your savior he's your hope yeah
1: he's your everything he's
0: your everything and he always wanted you he knew you before you were born always has had a plan for you and it's always been his will for you to be close to him and so just receive jesus as your lord and savior and you'll never regret it that's good so do it today all right right now
1: right now cool okay so let's go ahead and let's get started and jump right in um lisa had brought up something during the first part of the tribulation podcast the last one that we did there and I think it's worth kind of going over that and harping on it again um, you'd asked you know the author of the revelation it was John mm-hmm. but you would had some questions about that so let's just say again that you know John the apostle one of the original 12
2: mm-hmm. he
1: um, was exiled to the island of Patmos because of his belief in Jesus mm-hmm. and while he was on the island of Patmos That's where he got his revelation of Christ, talking about the end times and everything that he'd written about in the book of Revelation, came to John while he was on the island of Patmos. Mm
0: -hmm. Not John the Baptist.
1: Not John the Baptist. (laughs) No, totally different John.
0: Totally different John.
1: Yep, this is one of the original 12. Mm -hmm. And so it's also important to say that this revelation of you know, we'll we'll mainly be sticking to Revelation six through 19, like Lisa said, to talk about the tribulation. So that portion of scripture, John was actually taken up into heaven. So God didn't tell John what would happen during the tribulation. I believe God took John to the future and John actually witnessed it. So he witnessed the entire seven year tribulation period from a heavenly or spiritual perspective. Mm-hmm. And it's important to say that because as we get into this, um, you will hear us talking about you know, the, these horses that are released and every time a horse is released, you know, a judgment of God is released onto the earth. And then there are trumpet judgments and bowl judgments and all of these things center around angels basically releasing these things. Mm -hmm. So that's what John saw in heaven on earth. As these events are unfolding, the people on earth will be receiving or witnessing them from a physical perspective. So John talks about a horse being released, a horseman, you know, and with that horseman, you know, comes death. But what people on earth will physically experience when it happens, they won't see the horse. What they're going to experience is the war that was released that results in the death. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, it does make sense. And especially if you watched a lot of, um, I don't know, Narnia or (laughs) Lord of the Rings or, which I haven't watched a lot of those, but I know that that kind of gets into those sorts of Things that you see, like that, just don't make sense. Yeah, like the visionary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: It, perspective is very important. So just mm-hmm. keep in mind that as we're going through this, this is all written from the heavenly or spiritual perspective. Yes. We'll try to tie it into physical results, but again, don't get caught up in you know all the symbology and mm-hmm. and all of that stuff here. Right. Mm-hmm. This is what we're, we're just trying to hit the main points of of what John saw Mm -hmm. and how that relates to people on earth because that's where the tribulation is happening it's happening to the people on earth that were left behind that were not believers and therefore missed the rapture
0: and then they missed the rapture and this is during the tribulation talking about we're doing a loose timeline of events because we already talked about kind of the main players yeah, so, exactly. Okay. So we bro- that's how you broke it down, which I believe I think was beautiful how you did that.
1: Well, you're a little biased, but I appreciate that.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: So, and, and just kind of an overview. Thank you. Just kind of an overview. Um, the, the portion of scripture that we're going to be talking about, again, Revelation 6 to roughly 19.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, John is seeing, you know, seven seals being broken off of a scroll. You know, so if you can picture a scroll rolled up, rolled up. My Oklahoma came out there, wrote up. Oklahoma, yeah, the rolled up parchment paper. <laughs> yeah, the rolled up parchment paper. Well, back in the day, mm-hmm. they would seal the scrolls with wax, right? Mm-hmm. And either a ring or some sort some sort of a stamp would be pushed into the wax. And that's how, it, you know, once it dried, it would seal the scroll. So this vision of what John is seeing in heaven are seven is it's a scroll, but it has seven seals on it. Mm -hmm. And if you were to back up, we're not going to go there, but if you back up into Revelation chapter five, you would see that the only person that's able to open that scroll or break those seals is Jesus. So all of these seven seals we're going to start with here today are seals that were on the scroll that only Jesus could open and every seal that's broken another judgment of God is released with Mm -hmm. each one. Mm -hmm. And then after that, we'll go into seven trumpets that angels blow and every trumpet that's blown, Mm -hmm. another part of wrath or another wrath from God is released.
0: Mm -hmm. So who opens each seal?
1: Only Jesus can open the seal.
0: So he's opening all of these.
1: Yep. He is opening each of the seven seals And then the seventh seal actually consists of seven trumpets. The angels are blowing seven trumpets. And we'll see that in a few minutes. Seven specific angels each have a trumpet. Each one is blown. Something is released to the earth. And then after the seventh trumpet come the seven plagues or seven bowl judgments. Okay. And that's kind of the, the final piece of the tribulation. And remember... Um, I don't have the scripture off the top of my head, but it's in matthew twenty four um, Jesus was telling his disciples that you know the end times resemble birth pains. And birth pains, you know, mm-hmm. the the more they come, the more intense they are, and the more frequently they become, mm-hmm. right? As somebody's about to give birth, the pains become more intense and they become closer together.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The end times are the same. So imagine, that this portion of revelation where the tribulation is, you know, we're reading through these seven seals, seven trumpets, and seven bold judgments. Mm-hmm. But as we're going through that timeline, there things are coming more frequently and mm-hmm. they're coming more intense.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Got it. So we got, we have, see, we have seals and then we have trumpets,
1: and then bowls. And
0: then bowls. And then the horses are released during the first four seals. Right. That's when the horses of Armageddon are released.
1: The four horsemen of the apocalypse. Apocalypse, I'm yeah. sorry. Pardon moi. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, and you probably heard that, right? Yeah. People have talked about the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Yes. So let's let's jump into this in Revelation okay. chapter six. Yeah. Okay. And as you said, the first four seals equate to those four horses. So seal one uh, release well. Let me just read that one so we can kind of get started here. So I'm going to go to Revelation 6, and I'll start with verse 1, and it's under the seven seals title here in my in my Bible, and this is John talking again. He's witnessing this firsthand from a spiritual perspective. He says, "Now I watched when the Lamb opened one of the seven seals. The Lamb being Jesus, and I heard one of the four living creatures that were gathered around the throne." Say with a voice like thunder, come. So the angel saying, hey, I want you to come over here and look at this. And John says in verse 2, I looked and behold a white horse and its rider had a bow and a crown was given to him. And he came out conquering and to conquer. And so the seal number one is broken. And what is released from the heavenly perspective is a white horse. Mm -hmm. And the white horse had a rider on it that was wearing a crown. And so when you think back to, you know, the old cowboy movies, the guy on the white horse was always the good guy. Mm -hmm. In this case, that is not the case. (laughs) The person on the white horse here is actually the Antichrist. And the reason that we know that is because it goes on to say he came out conquering and to conquer. Mm -hmm. The one who conquers during the tribulation is the Antichrist. And it's important to note that he's where or he's riding a white horse. So there's a semblance of peace. Right, Mm -hmm. but it's false peace. Mm -hmm. He has a bow, so that shows that he has might, like military might. Mm -hmm. And he's wearing a crown, so he will rule. We know that the Antichrist during the tribulation will actually rule. So that horse goes out. The Antichrist is, John sees the horse released in heaven. What happens on earth is this Antichrist person will rise up into power. He will have uh, peace, which again will be a false peace, that he introduces, he will have might, you know, he will lead, he will be the leader of countries and therefore armies, and he will have a crown, so he will rule. So -hmm. John sees a horse go out on earth, the Antichrist rises up into power. Okay. Tracking?
0: Yeah, tracking, and then we had kind of talked about that last time too, about the Antichrist will sign a peace treaty, he's gonna be very charismatic, he's gonna be somebody that people really like Yeah, and so he'll come as peace. You'll you'll believe that he's peace. You'll want to you'll want to let him rule you.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And the people of Earth, since they're not believers, they're going to fall for that, right? Right. Okay, and and that's good. If you want to hear more about that, again, just go back to the first part of the tribulation. We go into great detail talking about the Antichrist specifically, and. And again, some of the other players
0: or beast number one, but you got to listen to that to know what that is
1: Yeah, or beast number <laughs> one. Sorry. I just popped my finger. If
0: you oh, I, was like, what was, I, have. I thought it was the this little cord. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Moving on.
1: Um, so seal number two, again, John sees a, a seal being broken. And from that seal number two, a red horse goes out. And this is revelation six, ta- uh, six verse two. And what the red horse represents is war. So it says specifically in the scripture that that horse is released, it takes peace, right? But mm-hmm. what that means, takes peace, is he replaces it with war. So there will be great war. Mm-hmm.
0: Revelation 6 4.
1: Six, oh, is it 4?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, for, for the red horse. Oh,
1: you're right. Yep. 6 4 was the red horse. Thank you. Mm, that's okay. And so, <laughs> moving yeah. on. And so, <laughs> um, seal number three. Releases what's known as a black horse, or what John sees as a black horse. And I'm going to read that out of scripture here, real quick, because I want to get specific about this. Hmm. All right. So, Revelation 6 5, it says, And when he had opened the third seal, I heard the third beast say, Come and see, and beheld, uh, and lo, a black horse. And he that sat on him had a pair of balances, or what we would look as scales today, right? We can balance things in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts say, a measure of wheat for a penny Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and three measures of barley for a penny. So um, in other versions, it's not penny, it's denarii, which is basically a day's wage. So what this is symbolizing is for basic food or small portions of food, it's going to cost a lot of money. So what that tells us is that when this black horse is released, food is going to be very scarce and very expensive. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be, uh, I don't know if it'll be specifically, well, well, I don't i don't know what it'll be. I was going to make a guess here, but I'm not going to do that. Just know that it's going to cost a lot of money to sustain you and your family, th- mm-hmm. those that are here during the tribulation, the, the non- unbelievers, just to be able to eat.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
1: going to cost a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys can hear noises kind of in the background here, but we're actually in our office today and it's a little bit busier than normal when we're here. Mm-hmm. So we hear things outside of our, outside of our office that might be picked up with other people coming around.
0: They all knew we were going to be here today. so yeah,
1: they didn't want to <laughs> know about this. <laughs> and so that was the third seal. So the fourth seal is broken. And with the fourth seal, a pale horse called Death, is released. Again, John sees a pale horse released. And what's significant about this horse from the physical perspective is one-fourth of the population is going to be wiped out. Mm-hmm. Right. So this is huge. Right. Out of everybody that's left after the rapture, everybody that's in the tribulation, when this horse is released a fourth of the population of the entire earth will die.
0: During the tribulation.
1: Yes, during the tribulation. And it goes on to say specifically what will kill them. It'll be the sword, which is war, right? So we're already talking about war was released. So a lot of people are gonna die from war. And then it goes on to say also from famine and pestilence. So the Mm -hmm. results of war, Mm -hmm. you know, famine and pestilence, but it also says, again, the food will be scarce and expensive from the previous horse being released. Mm -hmm. So all of that builds up to this pale horse the fourth seal being broken, where a fourth of the entire population of the earth is wiped out from from war, famine, and pestilence. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, so it it's actually a more detailed when we talk about the timeline. After we talked about the main players, because there's already things in the main players part that we talked about in the first tribulation part one, that is this kind of this kind of chaos going on. So like this is just another level. I'm just my brain is just like, wow. Yeah.
1: But the the, the tribulation again, uh, obviously, you've probably heard this from us a few times now or you already knew it. You you don't want to be here during that time. Right. Mm -hmm. So thankfully, God takes us, the believers out. So Mm -hmm. if the rapture happens during our lifetime, Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't matter, actually, even if we're we're dead, we're all going to get to participate in the rapture. We're all going to meet Jesus in the air. But for those that are left on earth alive at that point, this tribulation period is just going to be
0: horrific. It's the worst thing the
1: world has ever seen. All right. So moving on. So again, seals one, two, three, and four, John saw horses released and those Mm -hmm. horses resulted in physical calamity on the earth, war, famine, pestilence, and a fourth of the population dies. Seal five, John sees souls under the altar of God who had been slain for the word of God. So again, this just points to the fact that during the tribulation, there will be people that become believers and they're going to be killed for their belief in Jesus. And this is what John is seeing. He's seeing their souls like there are people that are going to die for their belief and for their testimony.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And John sees their souls. So that's a little bit of good news during the tribulation that some people will still become saved.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: All right. Jumping ahead to seal number six. When that seal is broken by Jesus, what is released is a great earthquake. The sun is blackened, the moon turns to blood, stars fall out of the sky, and it says the sky is rolled up like a scroll, mountains and islands are moved. So this earthquake will be so great that the entire planet will be affected.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It doesn't say you know, certain mountains and islands are moved or in a certain region, it just says mountains and islands are moved. Hmm. So that tells me that that affects the entire earth. And I don't know if the sun is blackened from what's released from the earth during that. I don't know if it's, you know, mm-hmm. like volcanic activity with, with mm-hmm. ash in the air, if that blackens the sun and turns the, the moon to blood, don't mm-hmm. know for sure, but just know that that's a terrible worldwide event
2: mm-hmm.
1: that everyone will experience that's here. And it says that everyone that is here will hide in caves. And they'll be so frightened that they will want rocks to fall on them and kill them. I mean, they just are so scared they just want to die.
0: They're terrified.
1: They're terrified.
0: I'm a little terrified. let <laughs> <I'm studying> this. <laughs> so again,
1: from the Christian perspective, though, the, the peace that we have is knowing that we are not going to experience this. Mm-hmm. God is going to remove us before the wrath of the tribulation is released.
0: Mm-hmm. Because this is wrath from God. It is wrath. And so right now we're in a grace dispensation of wrath. Like we've been, the wrath has already been poured out on Jesus' body. And we are, when we receive it and become believers, that's why in the beginning we were saying, receive Jesus now. Because it's we're in this grace time right now.
2: We
1: are. Yeah, in a grace time. So yeah. th- this wrath is not meant for believers.
0: Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes.
1: Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. And then um, seal number seven. So the last of the seven seals, when it is broken, it says there is silence in heaven for half an hour. And at that point, seven certain angels appear and each one of them has a trumpet. So here come the seven angels with the seven trumpets.
2: Mm.
1: So trumpet one is sounded. So the first angel, you know, blows the trumpet. And again, John in heaven just sees an angel blowing the trumpet. But what happens on earth is hail and fire mixed with blood are thrown to the earth. And one third of the earth was burned up. Hmm. So we've already lost a a quarter of the population of the earth through war, famine, and pestilence back in the seals. But now here in the first trumpet judgment, one third of the earth is burned up.
2: Hmm.
1: Then trumpet two is sounded and everything just keeps building and getting worse. Trumpet number two is sounded, and it says something like a great mountain burning with fire was thrown into the sea. Some mm-hmm. people think this could be you know, a huge meteor.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Sure, that makes sense. Some people think this could be even some nuclear event. Sure, I mean, I don't know exactly on the Earth perspective from the physical perspective, what's gonna develop from this trumpet being blown. Mm-hmm. But what we do know is one third of the sea is basically wiped out. One third of the sea becomes blood, one third of the creatures in the sea die, and it even says one third of the ships on the seas are destroyed. Mm -hmm. So it's a cataclysmic event that Mm -hmm. takes place in the oceans. Mm
0: -hmm. And hold on a second. So we jump to Revelation 8, 6. Like, that's where it started with the seven trumpets. Yep, that's good,
2: yeah.
1: Okay. I'm I'm jumping ahead really fast. Yep, the seven angels with seven trumpets starts at Revelation 8 6 okay if you want cause, to read along
0: because we went from the seals in Revelation 6 to the trumpets in Revelation 8 mm-hmm. okay so if you're following if you are listening and following along in your Bible then go there yep
1: thank you very much <laughs> yeah okay, yeah and, and we're going to be yeah just bouncing through Revelation here so it's good yeah yep, nope. keep me honest here We're
0: trying to keep up with you <laughs> mister
1: all right, so the trumpet one was hell, fire mixed with blood, a third of the earth was burned up, trumpet two, one third of the sea becomes blood, one third of the creatures in the sea die, and one third of the ships are destroyed from some great, I'm using air quotes that you can't see, some great mountain burning with fire being thrown into the sea, whatever that is.
0: Wow.
2: Wow.
1: And then moving on to the third trumpet. So the third angel blows his trumpet and a great star made out of wormwood fell from heaven. So a majority of people believe this is a meteor, which makes sense. It says specifically it came from heaven, Hmm. came from the sky. And when that hit, one third of the rivers and springs became bitter and many died from the bitter water. Hmm. So we already had a third of the the oceans and all the seas destroyed. Mm Now we have a third of the rivers and springs or the natural uh, clear water becoming bitter because of the wormwood that fell. And because the waters are bitter, Mm -hmm. a lot of people die. It doesn't give a specific number. It just says many die from the bitter water Mm -hmm. from trying to drink it.
2: Mm.
1: And then trumpet four is is blown. And what happens from the physical perspective is a third of the sun is darkened. Hmm. A third of the moon is darkened and a third of the stars are darkened. And what that results in basically is a third of the day and night are are kept from shining. So if you can imagine, you know, a third of the sun not shining or a third of the moon not reflecting the sun Hmm. or a third of the stars not reflecting how dark it could be.
0: Hmm.
1: And so that's what happens when the fourth trumpet is blown.
0: That's dark.
1: It starts to get dark. Both you know, physically, as well as a spiritual perspective, darkness. Right?
0: Yeah. I mean, I have a hard time just leaving Colorado. I don't know what that to means. A, a pla- <laughs> to a place that's darker. Oh,
1: because we have so much sunlight here. Okay. Yeah. You got me.
0: <laughs> so I can't even imagine. I mean, that's why I said that's dark.
1: Yeah. That's going to be that's dark. That's
0: pitch dark. Yep. Can't see dark.
1: Exactly. Okay. And then the fifth, <laughs> then the fifth angel blows a trumpet. And the angel announces that this is a first woe. So trumpets five, six, and seven are also known as the first, second, and third woe, respectively. Hmm. So it's just emphasizing that these next three trumpets are even worse than the first. So trumpet five is blown, and it says a star, which is an actual evil angel, falls from heaven to earth, and he was given the key to the bottomless pit. Hmm. A whole lot of symbology there Mm -hmm. no idea how that part will look on earth but what we do know is what happens when he opens the bottomless pit so the pit is opened and it says smoke comes out of the pit and covers the Sun and fills the air Wow! so it'll be even darker and potentially hard to breathe I guess I mean I don't know why it's specifically saying it covers the air as well Mm. but this is the craziest part After the smoke comes out of the pit, or while the smoke is coming out of the pit, these little, like locust things with poisonous stingers, Mm. they are released. And at this point, yeah. So these horrible little creatures are released, and again, you can go into Revelation uh, eight. Um, I don't know the specific. You have it. Looks like
0: yeah, it looks like we're in nine for the for the fifth fifth angel sounding a trumpet of woe. Okay, Mm
1: -hmm. so if you look at Revelation 9, it even goes into a little bit greater detail as to what these things specifically look like. But the -hmm. the point we want to make with the time that we have
2: Mm -hmm.
1: is that these things carry poison Mm -hmm. and they're told that they could not harm the ones with the seal of God. Again, we said it earlier, mention it again here. There will be people that will become believers during their tribulation. Mm
2: -hmm. Those
1: people who are believers will have the seal of God upon them. No idea what that will look like, But these little locust creatures, whatever it looks like, these little locust creatures recognize that. Mm. And they know that they are not allowed to sting anyone with the seal of God on them. Everybody else, though, will be tormented by these little creatures for five months.
2: Mm.
1: And it'll be so terrible, it says, that people will want to die, but they can't. Mm. So these things will be so painful that it says people will want to die and they can't. A lot of speculation what that means. You know, some people say that obviously means that, you know, people will even want to commit suicide, but they'll be unable to do it. They will physically not be able to die. They have to endure this. Mm -hmm. Um, And I can see that. It makes sense Mm -hmm. because it says that they want to die, but they can't. Mm -hmm. So for five months, these things will be flying around and just wreaking havoc and causing immense, intense pain for people Mm -hmm. who are not believers.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it says it's Revelation nine five. It says unto them it was given that they should not kill them, but that they should be tormented five months, and their torment was as the torment of a scorpion when he striketh a man.
2: Yeah, yeah
0: that's some some pain.
1: Intense pain.
0: I don't like I don't like scorpions.
1: Or whatever these little creatures mm-hmm. are, we don't like them. Yeah, either. no, no. <laughs> And then um, after that, so after that five months, the sixth trumpet is blown. This is known as the second woe, woe. and four angels bound at the Euphrates are released. So again, people on earth aren't going to see this, right? This is John seeing that four angels were released. And the result of these four angels that were bound, so they're bad angels or evil angels, um, demons, spirits, they're released, and a third of mankind was killed.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And we're told that the number of um, what these angels release result in mounted troops that were two times ten thousand times ten thousand which is my if my math is correct that's basically 200 million mounted troops Mm -hmm. will kill one-third of mankind so we already had a third of mankind killed back in the seven seals yeah we also had additional people killed from drinking the bitter waters and you know whatever else is happening. Then we have people being tormented. Now we have another third of mankind killed. So basically we, during this tribulation up to this point, we went from a fixed number, whatever that was, whoever's going through the tribulation, you know, a third of them were taken out and then another third. So we're down to a third of that original population.
0: Yeah. And I was wondering, how could you even, how could anyone survive in this? ever like
1: uh, right and it gets even worse
0: and i guess if you have this you get saved during the tribulation then you could survive potentially yeah because you have well, that
1: ultimately you'll survive you might still die in in the events that are happening and chances are you you are the numbers are against mm-hmm. you really
0: but if you had that mark that seal of god that you couldn't be harmed during that fifth trumpet then maybe you could survive
1: Maybe that, that seal of God saves you from the locust creature, scorpion mm. things, but it doesn't say that, you know, Trump, the other trumpets like trumpet six here, where a third mm-hmm. of mankind is killed. It doesn't specify that those with the seal of God will be spared.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the sixth trumpet, by the way, y'all is revelation nine thirteen. Thank you for, if, if you're following along, I'm. because yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of information and yeah.
1: Yeah, and it goes on to say that, you know, the third of the mankind killed, they die from fire, smoke, and sulfur. Mm. So the earth is physically a horrible place to be at this point. You know, there's fire, there's smoke, and there's sulfur that's released, and and people are dying from that as well. And then jumping ahead to the third woe, which is the seven trumpet, it says there is a great war in heaven. So this is actually taking place in heaven. It says Michael, who's one of the archangels of God, And his angels were fighting against the dragon, which if you remember from the last uh, part of of the tribulation, part one of the tribulation, the dragon represents Satan and his angels. So basically, Michael and the good guys are fighting Satan and the bad guys. And, you know, spoiler alert, Michael wins. And it says there's no longer any place for (laughs) Satan in heaven. So Satan is kicked out of heaven.
2: Mm. And
1: people will think, well, wait a minute. Isn't Satan already kicked out of heaven? Mm -hmm. No. I mean, we do have scripture that talks about You know, Satan standing before God and trying to, um, I can't even think of the the word or the scripture off the top of my head, but basically he's up there trying to convince God of of how bad or how terrible we are from the things that we do, right? But God looks Mm -hmm. at us and he sees Jesus. So Mm -hmm. yes, Satan does have access to heaven at this point, today, I mean, but once that seventh trumpet is blown and Michael and his angels beat Satan and his angels, then Satan will no longer be able to even appear before God. Okay. Okay. And so after that seven trumpet, seventh trumpet is blown, then we see in Revelation starting around 16, so we're jumping ahead, that seven angels with sev- seven plagues or bowls, those are released. Okay. And we're going to go through these seven now. So this is at the, towards the end of the tribulation period.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: again, each thing is, is more intense and is, they're coming more frequently than at the beginning of the tribulation. So bowl one is poured out, and it's I'm saying bowl, B-O-W-L, if mm-hmm. you can't understand my Oklahoma, Oklahoma in here. But bowl. Bowl, <laughs> bowl one is poured out, mm-hmm. and what occurs on earth when this bowl is poured out, it says "is harmful and painful sores come upon people who take the mark of the beast. So you mm-hmm. may remember in part one of the tribulation we talked about the mark of the beast, right? You would have to have it or people who were here during the tribulation would have to have this mark if they wanted to buy or sell anything. So basically to get food or to make any type of money, um, people will be required to take the mark of the beast. Not everybody will. Mm
2: -hmm. People will
1: be killed because they don't take that. And anyone who becomes a believer cannot take the mark of the beast. They cannot do it because that seals your fate. People who take the mark of the beast go to hell, Mm -hmm. right? so we know that people will not take it because people are saved during the tribulation as well
0: mm-hmm.
1: whoever accepts Jesus into their heart mm-hmm. so that's
0: good and just real quick so in revelation 16 it talks about the title of it is the seven bowls of God's wrath mm-hmm. and then when you read down it says and i heard a great voice out of the temple saying to the seven angels go your ways and pour out the vials so the king james is using the word vials for bowl or a shallow cup so it's the same thing but it's a a bowl or a vial or whatever
1: that's good yep Yep. so we'll we'll call them bowls or vials (laughs) so bowl or vial one is poured out and harmful and painful sores come upon the people who who took the mark of the beast again Mm -hmm. so this is specifically This judgment is specifically to people who are not believers Mm -hmm. who took the mark of the beast. Mm -hmm. And then bowl number two or vial number two is poured out. And it says the sea becomes blood and everything in the sea dies. So we saw earlier in the tribulation where a third of the sea was killed, you know, everything in the sea and a third of the ships were destroyed. Well, when this vial or this bowl is poured out, everything remaining in the sea dies. Mm -hmm. The the sea becomes blood.
0: Mm hmm yeah. terrible yes mm-hmm.
1: and then bowl three it's poured out and it says the rivers and the springs become blood so with bowl number two all the salt water becomes blood and everything dies bowl number three is poured out and all the fresh water becomes blood
2: hmm.
1: and it says the second and third bowls are revenge for the blood of the saints being spilled so revelation 16 5 and 6 specifically says the reasons why Um, these two bowls, bowls two and three were poured out, is a revenge for the blood of the saints. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And then jumping ahead to bowl number four, when this wrath is poured out, the sun and the people, uh, the the wrath, I'm sorry, was poured out on the sun and the people were scorched with fire and fierce heat.
0: Mm -hmm. That's verse eight.
1: Yeah, so something happens within the earth's atmosphere at this point where the sun is scorching people. Like it is hot, so some level of the protection that we currently have in our atmosphere—you probably know that know what it is from the science perspective—but whatever that is, um, the sun has is more powerful. the mm. The heat is more intense, and people mm. are literally scorched with fire from the fierce heat from the sun.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. No amount of sunscreen is gonna no. keep that
1: two thousand proof probably would would not be enough. Yeah. And then bowl five, it says wrath was poured out on the throne of the beast. Again, the beast is the antichrist. We, mm-hmm. we know that from the first part of the tribulation where we talked specifically about him.
0: That's the beast one.
1: Beast number one, the antichrist. antichrist, yeah.
0: Yep.
1: So wrath is poured out on, the thr- on his throne mm-hmm. and his kingdom was plunged into darkness. And also all the followers of the antichrist will be plunged into darkness.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then We're still not done. That was only bowl number five or vial number five. (laughs) We still got two more to go. And so bowl number six says wrath was poured out on the Euphrates, which is a river we know in the Middle East and the water dried up to prepare the way for the Kings from the East Mm -hmm. You might be wondering who are the Kings from the East? Well, it Mm -hmm. goes on to tell us in revelation 16 verses 13 and 14 that these Kings are actually three demonic spirits. And it compares them to frogs. I have no idea why, mm. but it does. It compares them to frogs. <laughs> and they are sent out to <laughs> assemble the kings of the world. So the leaders of the world at that time will be assembled by these three demonic spirits um, in an attempt to gather all the kings together for the final battle. The Battle mm-hmm. of Armageddon is what it's known as.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's the final battle between good and evil. And it's described you know, in more detail in Revelation 19. Mm-hmm. And also, actually, Ezekiel 38 talks mm-hmm. about the Armageddon as well.
0: Yeah, so the frog thing that you're talking about, though, it's interesting because it says, and I saw three, so verse, Revelation sixteen thirteen, it says, and I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon and out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet. For, so
2: they,
0: for they were the spirits of devils working miracles which go forth unto the kings of the earth and the whole world to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty, which is what you said—the the battle of Armageddon, yeah—the final battle.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. So it's almost like these these three demonic spirits. You know, they come out of the mouth of of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast. So out of the mouth of Satan and the Antichrist, it's almost like they're speaking. Uh, into existence, these three demonic spirits, or or mm-hmm. by their voice, these three demonic spirits go out and do their bidding. Mm-hmm. Together, and, the kings together,
0: and the false prophet we talked about last time too, which is the second beast.
1: Yep, beast number two.
0: Which he also builds shrines in honor of beast one, and
1: yep, tells people crazy. to
0: crazy. Yeah, the, the,
1: the false prophet, beast number two, tells the world to worship beast number one, which is the Antichrist. Again, when, And the Antichrist, in turn, tells the world to praise and give worship to the dragon, which is Satan, yeah. that unholy trinity.
0: So if that's not enough, then let me spit some frogs out of unclean spirits at you. Yeah, it's a beautiful it's picture. Just, there. It's just, wow.
1: It's wild. Yeah. and Anyway. And then jumping ahead to bowl number seven. So this is the last piece of the tribulation. It says wrath was poured out on the air and a loud voice from the temple screams, it is done. Mm. Lightning rumbles, peals of thunder and the greatest earthquake ever. So remember the tribulation started with a great earthquake or there was an earthquake in the early part of the tribulation that affected the entire planet. You know, all the mountains and all the islands were affected. Mm-hmm. This one, though, is even more powerful than that one. It's the greatest mm-hmm. earthquake ever. And it goes on to say that Israel actually is split. Because of this earthquake, Israel is split into three parts, mm-hmm. and other cities fall down completely.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Every island fled away, and the mountains were leveled. And then great hailstones, and it specifically even says that they're around 100 pounds each, fall from heaven. And that's Revelation 16:21. So bowl seven is like the final... The finale and when you go to a mm-hmm. fireworks show right the big finale where all the fireworks just start going crazy and mm-hmm. is very powerful that's what bowl seven is in regard to the tribulation it's the final
2: mm-hmm.
1: piece where just everything remaining is leveled
0: mm-hmm.
1: and oh go ahead
0: no and then that's the that's the point when god's wrath during the tribulation is concluded
1: yeah the, the tribulation ends at that point god's wrath is done so once that seventh bowl is poured out and those things occur, mm. then the wrath is complete.
0: The wrath is complete.
1: Yeah. So the so, you know, the mm. few people that make it all the way through the tribulation at this point, that is the last thing that they they experience in the form of God's wrath. Right. So It's hard to imagine. Could anybody still be an non, unbeliever a at that point? Yeah. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that when we get into the next event, which is Jesus's second coming.
0: Mm-hmm, which um, is awesome.
1: Which is awesome. That's a good thing, right?
0: Because <laughs> during all this time that this is all happening, believers are with Jesus preparing. We don't know what we're doing. We're probably preparing. I'm going to believe that we're preparing for, you know, what are we doing? Getting ready for Je- We're going to come back in his second coming with him.
1: Yep. When we're taken up in the rapture, it says we spend eternity with Jesus. So when he comes back, we come back with him. And again, a little bit of a spoiler alert. We all get to participate in the thousand-year reign which is what um, follows the, the, the second coming of Christ. And again, we'll get into those specifically on the next podcast or two.
0: I know, so we're gonna do the, so after the tribulation is the second coming, then the thousand year reign, and then the new heaven, new earth.
1: Yep. And we don't know yet um, <coughs> if any of that will be combined into one, or if it'll be two or three podcasts, don't know yet. As we mm-hmm. start unfolding the material a little bit more, we'll, we'll make that decision. But. That's what's coming next. So we've covered the rapture in two parts, Mm -hmm. and we just finished the tribulation in two parts. And then, like you said, we'll go into the second coming, the thousand-year reign, and then the new heaven, new earth, new Mm -hmm. Jerusalem Mm
0: -hmm. discussion. Mm -hmm. And it's important because, like we said before, people are wondering what is going on. And honestly, you guys, I have learned a whole lot from these podcast that was the podcast that we've been doing that's easy for you to say Mm -hmm. and i really have been learning a lot and so it's not like we ever arrived in learning about this and it's a deep topic it's a big heavy topic and so i just want to encourage whoever's listening that god gives you peace peace that passes understanding It, it says it surpasses your understanding so any understanding that you have about this that you that you're trying to figure out that's not making sense to you i just speak peace to your heart and to your mind right now in jesus name because his peace Jesus' peace thank you lord for your peace i release your peace over everybody that's listening to this anyone who ever listens to this that there would just be a peace from the holy spirit that would wash over their heart wash over their mind right now that there would not be any panic or any anxiety or any lingering effects of just studying and thinking about these things to come and lord that we would cling to you and that their heart would be filled with your peace because we believe it your word it's in philippians 4 it says it surpasses your understanding it's bigger than you and it's bigger than this and bigger than even the the weight of all the things going on in the world right now that seem heavy Um, we just speak life to you and we speak peace to you because you know jesus doesn't want you to just get saved so you can go um just to get saved to go to have a ticket to heaven he wants to be in relationship with you so this peace can be released and you're going to read it
2: no no i was going to do something else and so
0: so i just i feel like releasing that over you guys and over us and just over all believers that are on this planet right now and all of the ones that are coming. We just call for that harvest of souls.
1: Yeah. And I just wanted to point out that, you know, again, you might be wondering why, why are we even talking about this? It doesn't apply to, to Christians. Well, it's important because number one, it's in the Bible. So God wanted us to read it, mm-hmm. but specifically in revelation one, three, it says, blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy and blessed are those who hear and who keep what is written in it for the time is near. So this is something that God wants us to know about. And if it's something that God puts in his Bible and wants us to know about, then it's something that's worth talking about and teaching about. Mm -hmm. It's something that he wants us to know is coming, not because we have to fear it, not because we even have to experience it, but just because he loves us so much that he wants us to know the whole picture.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And so that's why, we're that's why we're doing this series that's Mm -hmm. why we're talking about the end times Mm -hmm. it's scriptural we We need to know it
0: we need to know what's going on and and uh i think i've seen different studies on it over the years but never really just studied it out myself and so i just really appreciate it
2: yeah
1: no this is good for (laughs) for both of us
0: it's good yeah and so we bless you guys in jesus name and i'm excited because we're going to talk about the second coming next time Yep. It is a <laughs>
1: glorious event, especially after these seven years we just talked about with the tribulation. The second coming will be the
0: <laughs> yeah, refreshing. Yeah.
1: Well, oh, yeah. It's going to be amazing. So, yeah. Anyway.
0: So anyway. Yeah. So thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you for this time. Thank you for allowing us to speak into the hearts and minds of people. Um, we cherish that, Lord, and we bless them. And we bless this topic. We bless everything that was spoken. And we just seal it up in the name of God. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. Amen. A little Catholic on you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we will see you guys next time. Thank you. We'll see you guys later. Bye.